I, I cast silence on half the people oh, no. in our group. <laughs> um, so I'll just I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna do voices for Shannon and Corey. I cast new voice, <laughs> and basically, yeah, we'll just see if that works because I I think that'll I think that'll be fun. We can just foley him in. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just ADR. We'll do ADR. <laughs> They'll come in for several six-hour recording sessions until we get it right. So, uh, uh, where are we? How did we get here? Where are we going? Okay, who, well... Who are we? Uh, who are you? Oh, I need to find Misky. Uh, Misky. Uh, uh, hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> hello, it's Misky. It's a series of us until we really uh, dial uh, it in. Uh, <laughs> I'm Bubble Sniff. I'm Bubble Sniff, Splish and Splash. And I'm think- Dorian Merso. I really like myself. I don't think he was yeah. as Texan as that, but... Also, Misky hey, has more. <laughs> Misky has more concern and joy at the same time. <laughs> and you're not quite there yet. <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks for the motivation. Yeah, um, concern plus sorry. joy. <laughs> yeah, there, that's the concern. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> friends. There it is. It's Misky. <laughs> Previously, on Roll for a Blank, uh, in the last episode, you guys uh, hung out at the bar, got drunk, introduced your, each other to uh, yourselves. You met with Clark, son of Emmer, who temporarily joined the party, but he uh, left when Ted and Dorian went to the casino. Uh, Ted won, won a lot of money at the casino, and maybe money doesn't seem to be worth anything here, which is an interesting these thing. Chumps. There's a lot of money everywhere. Uh, Who's Dorian? That's uh, the glorious Dorian the glorious. Oh. Yeah. So uh, and then Dor- Dorian and Ted got into a fight with a character named Blade Mages, who was pissed off about how much <laughs> they were winning at the casino. Yep. But the fight was broken up by the bear guards, yep. and then the party went to the clinic, where you met uh, High Administrator Cinnamon for the first That's time, and found out that she had a relationship with Dorian in the past as as kids. What was the what was the pet name there? Dodo. Dodo. Yeah. Was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, so she sent Dodo and, and his friends out into the woods to get some bark from the Sapphire Cypress uh, to cure the Ruby Goblin flu. And uh, you guys f- went to the woods, you fought some wood spirits, you got some bark, and you took the bark back to her. Uh, though it, uh, uh, Bumblesniff decided to read Cinnamon's mind briefly, just found out that she was worried about the, the flu. Uh, and then... Uh, Cinnamon used a high-level zone of truth to get the bark that was hidden on Tedson's person away from the party. But we still have some bark. You do still have some bark. On our person. Yes. You've got some bark. Uh, you gave uh, High Ministry Cinnamon some bark. She thanked you profusely. Wait, who has the bark? Uh, I believe... Does Bumblesniff? Bumblesniff has Bumblesniff. the remaining bark. Also, yeah. I don't mean to make this about me, but let me do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, let's not forget where I saved that wood nymph what was it wood spirit yeah 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 Yeah. let's you you skip that in the recap it was a really important moment for my character just kicked it out no yeah that's hey that's a good thing and why uh a wood what spirit Uh, wood wood spirits yeah wood spirit Mm -hmm. yep uh because my character is a ranger and he likes all things natural all things natural (laughs) hey um, yeah. Misky? Is Misky uncomfortable? He looks uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, l- less uncomfortable with natural, more uncomfortable with the aggressive thunder outside the door. But you know, that's you know, it's also natural. I I think I remember 
also doing something pretty awesome last episode. If you might recap some of my exploits. Yes. That's on well, you. I mean, you, you did a lot of gambling and you won a lot of money. I think we I covered that. that was pretty that. cool, too. I think I climbed a tree, maybe. Yeah, you did. I, you climbed hit, a tree and you got away from you, you the bravely tree guards. disappeared. You didn't participate. Uh, and then I killed the tree. Right? Is yeah. that about right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I hit on a lady. She, she wasn't feeling it, but... You know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's true. It's very true. And a large percentage of the shots you do take. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, here's the scene. Uh, overnight, because of because of your heroic exploits in getting this bark for Hyde Mystery Cinnamon, they put you up in individual presidential suites in the inn. So you are in the nicest rooms possible. Boom. We're talking wall-to-wall marble wall-to-wall uh, drapes. Like, it's crazy. Everything is beautiful in this place. Marble drapes? Oh, yeah. Wow. They're hard to open, but man, do they block the light out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you've got, you're just in this this beautiful, opulent space, each of you, and uh, you all awaken uh, fully rested. So you've all fully rested, just in case you had not uh, remembered that. Uh, <sighs> but you all awaken uh, outside... To the sound of horns blaring, and as you peer out, you see that there is a, a crowd gathering, and there's a large stage with a dais set up, and banners, and on the stage is your, uh, and everyone's favorite friend, Orpheus the Mouth. <laughs> and uh, Orpheus the Mouth is, is pointing to a couple of bear guards to raise this banner higher, and you can see that the banner reads, Bless the banishers, and it's written in this glowing gold writing that's almost phosphorescent. It's like it's like alive. It's like it's on fire, but it's definitely on this fabric banner. So you you all uh, you all go downstairs in due time and, and gather near the stage. And Orpheus uh, gestures to you as you emerge from the entrance. Before we to go outside, yeah. Since we have wall to wall marble, I eat some toast, specifically rye. Yeah, do it. Marbled rye. Marbled rye toast. That one's correct. Groan. <clears throat> I'm hungry. Why wouldn't I wake up and immediately eat? I'm not going to go talk to a mouth I don't like on an empty stomach. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have a full stomach to deal with an empty mouth. Uh, oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, you get outside, and uh, there's Orpheus on the stage, and he gestures to you, and this crowd just roars in applause. It's incredible. Every like they, you don't you didn't even realize that there were this many people in Luminera as tourists or as residents, but they are all here right now and they are applauding for you. And Orpheus says, "The great banishers who individually have already done so much for these lands, from Sunrise Hills to Sunset Shores, from North Dirty Town to the Southerly Swamps, and despite their differences, united to fight a common evil, they have saved Luminera from a terrible fate of illness and malady." Today, we recognize them with a procession in their honor. These, the mightiest of heroes, joined forces here to forge a super team of sorts, and we could not be happier to be under the watchful eye of the Banishers. They banish evil with a pow, with a pop, and with a zap! And that, dear Luminarians, means we are all blessed to be within their protective embrace. Bless the Banishers, huzzah! May the abyss bless them all! Uh, what was that last part? <laughs> may may the abyss bless them all. I miss that because I'm just beaming at all this praise <laughs> and all these applause. I'm winking at as many women as possible. 
and I'm just ecstatic at this new nickname, The Banishers. So dope. Uh, yeah, Do- Dorian Merceau, uh steps up on stage, kind of pushing Orpheus to the side. He says, yes, yes, thank you. We are really amazing. I'm glad everybody sees that. Uh, if you would like autographs, I'm sure my squire, well, I my squire isn't here, but I am sure someone will sign something for you at some point. <laughs> Ted immediately sets up a stand and starts <laughs> charging for autographs. That's true. Yeah, uh, we're gonna flip this for as much uh, Lumineera bucks as possible. Oh yeah. Well, you're you're in these agents, so we're we're set here. Uh, <laughs> Agent manager, we we. You guys wear are, multiple. You're hats. Al- you're alternating. Yeah. Uh, Since this is uh, D&D, I'm his agent. Agent. I'm getting there. Still warming up, stretching out the uh, puns. Fun so, so all so Fun all five muscles. of you are going to go up onto the stage. Orpheus beckons you up. There are bear guards up there. In other words, banishers assemble. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Good. Uh, <laughs> that was the reference I was making. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to assume that Dorian's going to be Cap. I'm going to be Iron Man. Misky's going to be Ant Man. Ooh, I'm going to call mm-hmm. uh, um Hulk. Hulk. Golem from the Lord of the Rings series. Well, uh, yeah, I was I was just going by amount of clothing. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, how does he keep his pants on when he goes like extra large? Right. Yeah. There's there's no. Oh no, they've got to be all spandex. All like he's constantly wearing spandex pants. <laughs> I mean, they're also purple. They're definitely yoga pants. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good, point. Go good point. Good <laughs> point. Uh, well, wouldn't uh, man with two personalities be uh, Hulk? That, that seems obvious, but I'm going to take Hawkeye before I just have to slip into the Hulk character. <laughs> uh, Misky's uh, a little unsure of all this attention. Um, uh, I don't know about nicknames and new teams, uh, but I guess thank you for for the, the being nice. And uh, I do love Parade. Is this Parade time? Spider-Man. The, the Parade will begin soon, but first... We wish to deputize you as protectors of Luminera. What does that mean? Is that a good thing? What's deputize mean? Uh, Ted already got his shots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, so at this point, the uh, the bear guards that are on the stage kind of line up in front of you in a very military fashion where they, they march over, they lockstep turn to you, and each one produces a pin that is essentially a badge with a giant so B on it. This is New Hope. What yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, so it's a it's a badge with a B on it for banishers, uh, and this badge makes you part of the law of this town. Now you oh, are fuck. you are in uh, the circle of protection for these people. Um, so they're going to pin these badges on each one of you. So like from mouth and high chancellor or whatever cinnamon is down high administrator to, down to like bears. Where do we fall in this chain? Well, you're you're on the same level as the as the bear guards now. That's all I need. So yeah. they can't tell me what to do anymore. Well, they. <laughs> you're they, welcome, Ted. <laughs> you're still not you're still not allowed to break the laws on purpose, but you are you are seen as someone who is there to carry out the laws sure, of sure, the sure, of sure. the place. But but when <laughs> me and the bears are squabbling about as to what the law is, I'm gonna be like, "Yo, bro, you don't, you have no authority. They have over no me. more authority than you, right? Oh, that's, that's, oh yeah. Uh, that's all I need. A qu- question: um, Do we, do we have to have this baby bear badge for for us to? I, I don't love pins. <laughs> the the badge is largely ornamental. You don't uh, have to have it. We will know that. We will know who you are. Oh, okay. <laughs> I put mine on my belt, like a like a like an emblem. 
All right. Nice. Nice. Misky, don't you already have something pinned to your blind bandana? So you could just double up. More pins, no waiting. It's kind of like a heady heady bandana. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, definitely pin it onto the bandana where one eye would be. Great. (laughs) Yes, perfect. Like it's an eye patch B. Ooh, I think he Uh, just slipped into the Thor role. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bumblesniff is going to slip her badge into her her magical pouch that she carries. Uh, She doesn't really want to be high profile. She's definitely Black Widow. Oh, yeah. But with magic. Uh... So yeah, so you guys all have your pins. You've been deputized. The crowd, the she crowd is Iron Man with her level of wealth. Oh yeah, is with she that. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, she's got that old old money, old water park money. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. Splish and splash. <laughs> I gotta marry into that family. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the crowd is just applauding uproariously, and then uh, as as you are finally all uh, uh, formally deputized. Uh, High Administrator Cinnamon uh, makes a somewhat surprise appearance on the stage. She comes up from uh, behind the stage around the outside of the inn, and she walks up to the stage, and she stands up there, uh, and she doesn't say anything, but she walks straight over to Dorian, and she stands before him, and she takes out a pin made of purple crystal in the shape of a star flower, and she pins this on Dorian's armor. And she leans in and she whispers something to him. But you guys can't hear it. Did they just get married? He knows I was trying to get out there. <laughs> He's not your boy. These bros ain't loyal. No loyalties. Uh, do I recognize, or do any of us recognize any significance to the material or symbol of this pin? You only recognize that it seems valuable. And it seems very uh, like there's something about it. It it speaks to sentiment and and regality, right? Like this is a this is the sort of it's like a brooch. It's like the sort of badge you would give to somebody with a lot of sentiment attached to it. It's not it's not like a military badge. It's not just a uh, a formal patch or something. It 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 has some sort of just clear spoken like unspoken value to it. Uh, Does Dorian? As he's being broached, uh, does he recognize it? Does it seem like he's like familiar? Is there a shared sentiment between you? You see what you can see from where you're standing is uh, you see Cinnamon lean in and pin the thing on Dorian. You see Dorian kind of look at her with this look of almost brief humbleness that you haven't yet seen on his face, and then you see her lean in and whisper into his ear. Um, there is sort of a moment of recognition on his face but nothing nothing that would indicate he's surprised or that anything huge has happened just maybe that she had said something kind to him from the past uh and then she and then she steps back um and uh she steps back and just starts applauding herself and the crowd begins to applaud again uh and then orpheus comes back to the dais and says now the entertainment we have a band to kick off the parade. Please turn turn to the left and direct your attention to Human and the Human Male Band. Misky definitely turns to his right. <laughs> now this <laughs> uh, this band uh, has a human lead singer, 
but the rest of the members of the band are different races. So no one is a human male except for human. It's an ironic name. Yeah, yeah, they're they're doing a thing. It's like Ben Folds Five. There's only three of them in there. Uh, yeah, so they 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 play a, a a series of raucous tunes. Yeah, so this band plays and everybody's dancing and applauding and uh, people are rushing the stage. They're they're uh, hugging you. Um, and uh, if any of you want to avoid these hugs, let me know because then you can roll you can roll uh, dexterity to see if you can get out of being hugged by random people. Yep. I'm, um, I'm uh, hugging everybody back, but also can I roll sleight of hand just to see if I can like slip? You know, some yeah, maybe? do it. That's not a great roll. You guys What'd are you heroes. Get? Hey, is that hero trying to steal shit? <laughs> I rolled a fourteen. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. You, you, your hands are quick enough that you reach in and find nothing, but no one notices that you found nothing. Okay. So uh, you, it just it, somebody just kind of looked at you and was like, "Did you grab my ass?" Coming a quick feel. Yeah, but you luckily grabbed like multiple genders and races asses at once, so it doesn't appear to be anything improprietous. It's just like how you hug, yeah. as far as they're concerned. Uh, I don't want I to hug. No hugging. No hugging, please. For okay. Me. No touching. So yeah. So no uh, roll. Roll for do a dexterity saving throw. Nice. Twenty-two. Okay. Yeah. You. Uh, you uh, fleetly sort of. Step back and slink away from the group. I want to slink. I want to do something. I want to do it more. Just matrixed out of a hug. Yeah. I'll <laughs> okay. Matrix all right. All right. I'll let you matrix out. So so instead, you're you're kind of in a group. The group is being surrounded by people hugging you. And and what what you decide to do, Flint, is you kind of jump almost straight up in the air, ten feet, and do this amazing uh, firm backflip, just end over end, and you land uh, at the back of the stage where no one is. Yes. I give him a 10. All right. Very good. Uh, I'm too busy just getting all the hugs. Great. Misky's getting a lot of hugs. Now, Misky, something that you uh, see, though, is you see as people are hugging, um, you see that the aura around Dorian has like a weird purple flicker. Okay. Um, and you only notice it for a moment. You can't really tell where it's coming from. Like but it flickers into purple? Yeah. Like he's like Dorian's normally kind of a, a an envious green color. But you get this, like, blip of purple that doesn't make any sense to you because you're used to seeing people how they are, and uh, and this is just a little strange. What color was the trees? Were the trees? They were sapphire trees, yeah, sapphire, and, was, sapphire was cypress. Any other color? Um, no, I think everything else was, they were just, like, regular woody trees otherwise. Okay. Yeah. Misky was my aura. Um... What is there? Is there a word for uh? What is it? It's a um. It's a like a lightish red. Um. It's a. Oh, how do how do you say it? pink? <laughs> You're mostly <laughs> pink, pink, pink on the inside and on the outside. Cool, baby red. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so so you guys are just getting hugged. The people are uh, townspeople are walking up to you. You have you have little children. Oh my god, you guys are so inspiring. Thank you so much for saving us. You have uh, old uh, longshoremen, just like ah, you know nobody's nobody's made me feel in a real long time. I'm so happy that you guys came along and saved our world. <laughs> and then the parade begins. And you notice this because Human and the Human Male Band uh, finishes their song, and a, a first float appears. And the first float 
is a, a float that has a banner on it on the side that says the Flint Flock, and there's a bunch of people who are dressed just like Flint on that float. Now, Flint, do you want to join them on the float, or you just want to watch? Uh, I would like to. I think Flint would be uh, annoyed at that, and would really not pay it a second thought. Would would kind of say something degrading like schmucks or something and then not pay it any more attention okay okay so so you're gonna go ahead and see the ah, emergency broadcast <laughs> there's mudslides outside we are going to die here tonight <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the podcast <laughs> if you're listening to this it's our last word in testament yeah I give everything that uh, Eric has to Rex. Oh. I think that's how wills work. Yeah. <laughs> and everything that Rex has to Eric, so it's a will of the Magi situation. <laughs> and as my last will and testament, I roll to steal everything. No, I, I like <laughs> this direct incentive for murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great. And then the lights cut out. <laughs> okay, so Flint, you're gonna you're gonna see the Flint flock float. Which is uh, amazing. It's it's all it's all dark blue and purple, and it's shrouded. It's just like you, um, and the people on there are doing their best to sort of brood while also smiling and waving at everybody as they pass by. Uh, is it at the same time, or is it like an alternating like gleeful smile? Yeah, they're they're definitely alternating. So it's it's comedic, and some of there's there's like a tiny paper mache dragon on the float also that they keep sort of passing around a little bit like a like a beach ball. Uh, well, that's disrespectful. <laughs> that's disrespectful and weirdly, oh, re- weirdly cognizant about Flint given his lack of uh, interrelations with all these randos. They got a lot of deets on us, huh? Yeah. What's my float look like? <laughs> Well, your float's not up yet. Fuck. Uh, the next float is it's completely uh, empty. The next, the <laughs> <laughs> you've stolen everything. So the the next float is is one that has the banner that says Miskies, Misters, and Misses. Hey, and uh, there's just a bunch of naked people on this float. <laughs> I get on Miskies. Many of them are blindfolded. <laughs> okay, you want to get on Miskies? I want yeah. you to roll an athletics check, please. Totally, acrobatics or athletics? Let's do athletics because uh, you're gonna have to chase after and then climb up on it. Fourteen. Fourteen total total all right well you're yeah you're gonna you're gonna run and you grab onto the edge of the float and you're about to fall off but a couple of the people really like you anyway hey. so they pull you up on there so now you're up on this float with a bunch of naked people i'm like oh shit i know you from the uh pleasure drum yeah there you go yeah you oh there are people in common hey that, we had fun <laughs> yes we did that was very enthusiastically consensual what we did <laughs> wasn't it we should maybe do that again sometime i mean not here because sure? in the drone but another time what about on the, in the drone what about on the pleasure float it's not a pleasure float. It's a miski float. That's don't you see? Like, can can I name? We my... are uh, we are trying to have miski float on this float. Oof. You know, <laughs> immediately turned off by the accent. I hop off the float. Okay, you're down. You're off the float. All right. So that float's gonna go. by. miski, do you want to join your float, or are you gonna just kind of wave and let it go? Uh, I keeping in mind that what you see is like you can tell that it's yours because you're picking up on this kind of common energy aura of all of these people who are also naked and trying to be like you, uh, which is sort of confusing because it's like looking at a camouflage, I guess, in a way. I feel like a group of naked people holding coffee mugs would look like a really strange office. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Misky's not going to jump on, but he's very flattered and is just going to stand proudly and wave very quickly. Oh, great. Okay, just, yeah. Just so, limp wrist, just, so you're making, just flopping around. You're making your quick waves, and everybody on the float is just roaring at you. <laughs> they are so psyched that you're noticing and that you're waving at them, and they're all waving back to the extent that some of them are just like sloshing coffee on each other. There's some first-degree burns happening. It's kind of gross. Um, That's a Misky float. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so so the Misky float goes by. Uh, the next float is 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 the the float for Ted's and th- this float has a bunch of uh people who are they're they're wearing uh basically like uh, multicolored clothing um and, and sandals and the float says Ted heads on it and uh <laughs> a couple of them are playing like really long noodly uh lute riffs on, on their on on their on their instruments please tell me someone's hula hooping Oh yeah, Are there's there's definitely spinning around. There is definitely hula hooping going on. Okay, I get on uh, to see who's holding. All right, great. Get on up. Uh, athletics. Yep, twenty three. Perfect. You you uh, you take three steps forward and you basically Michael Jordan from the free throw line, like <laughs> fly onto this float. You land right next to the guy that looks the most stoned, yeah. and you are asking him already, and he's basically like, "Yeah, man." It's it's on. Yeah. So you guys you guys are lighting up uh, some I don't know what magical uh, magical luminaire and weed drug, Dope. and you're just you're just cruising now. You're just cruising. This this float is is moving the slowest of the floats so far, <laughs> Ted's uh, in but deliberately. Tedson's a cruising. Uh, can I take an action? Yeah. What do you I w- do? Because I'm kind of backstage, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I want to kind of not focus on the parade, but other events around me and see if there's anything out of the ordinary. Okay, great. Yeah, roll, I'm suspicious uh, of this place. Do you want to roll perception or investigation? Uh, what do you think you're doing? Uh, perceiving, because I'm not. There's not a specific thing I'm after. You're just it's looking just, for anything that's weird. Yeah, okay. something doesn't feel right ever about this place. All right. Uh, Eighteen plus perception. I don't know what that is, but oh yeah, I crushed that like twenty-five. Oh yeah, okay, great. Uh, so you, so from the back of the stage, you're you've watched now. You've seen Misky wave. You've seen uh, Ted jump onto two different floats. Uh, uh, you see that Dorian is standing near High Administrator Cinnamon, uh, though High Administrator Cinnamon and Orpheus are kind of talking to each other quietly. They they're clearly not paying attention to the parade so much. Um, and you can tell that maybe Orpheus has... It, it's hard to tell because Orpheus's expression is always so kind of vacantly obnoxious. But you think that you detect uh, that he doesn't feel completely comfortable with something that High Administrator Cinnamon said. And then she walks off the stage and she uh, presumably uh, goes with some bear guards back in the direction of the High Administrator Palace. But you don't watch them the whole way. You can't because there's, there's the inn in the way. Uh, but they're going in that direction, um, and uh, uh, though though she has, I, I should say, prior to that, she has uh, made some sort of request of Orpheus, um, and he seems to have reluctantly accepted it. Uh, otherwise, you see uh, uh, Dorian scratches at the pin on his on his armor, his new Starflower pin, um, not. In a way that would concern you normally, but you just notice that he's like touching it a little bit, the way somebody who's nervous might touch their face or touch some part of their body. Uh, and you also see that that 
uh, Mumblesniff is is running toward the next parade float. What's that one called? That one has a banner on it that says Bumblesniff's Humble Fans. <laughs> uh, and it's a group of people who are kind of uh, disturbingly and sort of offensively like all on their knees because they're trying to be short like a gnome like Bumblesniff is. Um, and that, several that's of them the are, gnome version of blackface. It is. <laughs> Just like that Tiptoes movie with Matthew McConaughey and Gary Oldman. Um they uh <laughs> we all get that reference right guys <laughs> they're carrying yep. uh several several of the people on the float are also carrying actual eggplants in an homage to eggplanty bumble sniffs <laughs> bumble sniffs casting uh implement and uh and yeah this and, and this float is is otherwise very uh uh let's see what's the word i'm looking for uh ornate verdant and ornate yeah it's like it looks like pasture lands with uh with kind of like a may day celebration going on there's like a pole and there's fabric coming down off of it and everybody's just sort of frolicking around in this in this very uh interesting way and so uh bumble sniff is going to run up there and we'll just make sure that she she makes it She she makes it. Uh, <laughs> what a great she got a bit of suspense. <laughs> Will she make it? Yes. yes. She got a she she got a fifteen. So uh, Bumblesniff's gonna gonna scamper up, gonna kind of have to like claw her way up onto the side of the float. But then they're gonna lean down. A lot of them are already on their knees, so it's really just a matter of reaching. And they pull her up, and so she's on the float. She's just kind of frolicking with everybody. Um, but also kind of looking around skeptically because she noticed that High Administrator Cinnamon and Orpheus were talking too, and she's already skeptical, as we know, uh, yeah. of the of the whole bark situation. So she's riding the float out, but kind of like peering back toward Orpheus and High Administrator Cinnamon as she walks away. Uh, and then the final float is one that says Dorian's fandom, uh, in homage to Dorian's, uh, uh, what is it, courage and... Glory and glory fame. and fame or something. Yeah, whatever whatever his we- his his weapon and shield are. <laughs> and uh and yeah, and Dorian's just gonna like walk over there and stand in front of the float. So he basically blocks the float's progress <laughs> and is just waving and being like, Yeah, yeah, no, this is all for me. Thank you guys. This is great. I really appreciate this. It, you you clearly went to a lot of trouble. I mean, you could have gone to a little bit more trouble, but you went to a fair amount of trouble, and I'm I'm good with that. I'm really good with that. Uh, so yeah, thanks, thanks. Yeah, no, if you guys, if any of you want to come up and talk to me, like just come up to the edge of the float. We can talk, and eventually the float keeps kind of trying to push forward, and he steps aside, but he keeps kind of flicking at that new pin on his at his on his armor too. I assume he also comments on the quality of craftsmanship of. The paper mache, whatever, on the float. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He really could yeah. explore for some higher quality glue. He, yeah, Dorian definitely wanted to see like uh, maybe a wood and metal structure, <laughs> something, something built to last in his honor, not yeah. just kind of this throwaway thing that they made. But is he unhappy about it, or is he just going to tell himself that it is wood and metal and is permanent? He imagines, yes, he's going to imagine that, that that they take this 
paper mache float and then bronze it after this event. Right. This um, is a good draft, everyone. Yeah. And he and he says, "Excellent. Yes, this this float will make a, a wonderful exhibit in your museum of peace. I can't wait to see it in there later today. And it will be a great homage to the much larger statue that you erect of me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think I got Dorian. All those things are canon. Dorian. Dorian said all those things." So uh so yeah so uh you're you're all just kind of hanging out um a lot of people are fainting and screaming I, and things like that Can I retcon something? Yeah, go ahead. Can I cast Hunter's Mark on uh Cinnamon Ooh. which allows me to um if I want to I'll have advantage on wisdom checks to try to find her in the next 8 hours. Yeah, I'll let you give it. I'll I'll let you try it. Is there a saving throw for that, or do you just cast it as a cantrip? Uh, well, it's a spell slot. Okay. And, well, the way I'm using it, it's a spell slot, and it's unclear. I mean, this isn't based on anything. It's just on the way we've made up these spells. So. Oh sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, it doesn't. I think she might have. A, it doesn't say saving throw or anything. I think it's just a. It started out as a cantrip, so it must be. Okay. Yeah. Then you Where's can handle. you can try casting it. You can cast it on her. Okay. I cast it and concentrate. Okay. <laughs> cinnamon. 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 <laughs> and this this allows you to know where she is. No, it allows me to, if I want to, have advantage on trying to find her. Ah. But there's some other stuff that goes with it. Okay. But for now, that's all I. All right. Great. Uh, do you have to roll or anything? I don't think so. Okay. Let's... Then. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you do it. You you have put your hunter's mark on High Administrator Cinnamon. Uh, she does not notice. Sorry, as she's Ted. walking away. Uh, yeah, she doesn't notice as she's as she's walking away. The bear guards it? don't notice. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and you just you just successfully did that. Then as the the parade finally moves out of view, you uh, you're all kind of. Uh, gather back on the stage uh so bumple stiff hops down comes back uh as does uh well dorian gets out of the way and comes back on stage so you're all back there uh there's still a crowd but it's dis- it's beginning to dissipate um it's it's about uh 11 in the morning so people are kind of like okay cool we this was a lot of fun It was a good good two hours we're a little over it we're ready to go home uh and so orpheus is it's just you and orpheus there on the stage uh and orpheus uh says, uh, Adventurers! Dear Banishers! Thank you. Thank you again so much. You are... We are forever in your debt. Though not, uh, financially. Tedson, before you ask. Uh, High Administrator Cinnamon has requested to have direct access to your talkie rocks. So, she will be able to reach out to you uh, should anyone need any help in this town. So I had been laughing this whole time just because Orpheus looks and sounds really funny on Luminera weed. Um, but then I get super paranoid at the suggestion that Simmons trying to tap our talkie rocks. And I just start freaking out like, bro, we are not doing this. I, I will not be monitored by Luminera gov officials, man. And then I keep ranting. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> the talkie rocks are going to be one way for the most part. It will be more of a dispatch opportunity than one to uh, uh-huh. surveil you yeah and then i'm gonna get served ads about things i mention in, in, in the bathroom <laughs> yeah 
Yes. <laughs> yes. You're going to get mostly ads about booze and money. <laughs> Do you want more booze? Yes. Do you want more money? Yes. Yeah, Great. Really hey, this is really this. targeted. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, so he, you basically, you all have your talk, you rocks. You all kind of take him out and, like, shake him to see, like, is anything different? <laughs> and uh, there isn't anything evidently different about your talk, you rocks. Um, and then Orpheus just says... I put mine in Do Not Disturb. Okay. <laughs> was Orpheus looking for consent or just sort of notifying us? Just letting you know. Okay. Yeah. Orpheus is just letting you know. And uh, and then Orpheus says, well, and now just please continue to enjoy your vacation. We we will call on you if we need you. You are now the great banishers who protect this city. I turn to uh, Tedzin and Miski, totally ignoring Dorian and... Uh, bumble sniff almost as if they're not here <laughs> and i say what did we banish a little kid the spirit uh, I, I think we we banished banished pool child and uh tree bark holder huh you also did banish the ruby goblin flute presumably oh. that's all well <laughs> i'll just give you that insight. Banished okay my high so i just you know they said get back to vacation. I think I might go over the pleasure drone. Some people on the Misky float said they're going to be there later. So, so you're uh, kind of a one note guy then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I have diversity. <laughs> I have range. I just haven't shown it yet. <laughs> so yeah, are you you're, you're going to wander off? I mean, I'm going to maintain this conversation until they go do something, but inevitably I'll end up at the uh, okay pleasure drone. Oh yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, yeah, because you guys you guys are now kind of free to to pick a direction to go in the town um i would like to walk uh actually i would like to talk to orpheus is still here yes orpheus is still here believe it or not i would like to talk to orpheus <laughs> yes <laughs> dear god i take it back <laughs> uh, what what is it what is it flint hey orpheus good friend Yes. Closest of all my big mouth friends. I would like to think so. Yes, thank you. Uh, are you doing okay? How, how's life? How are uh, your relations? Oh, I, no one really ever asks how I am or my relations. I, I'm, I'm fairly well. It's a bit of a tough job, isn't it, to be but, the mouth of the leader of a city? I, I don't know. Why, why would it be tough? I've never been a mouth. Well, there's a lot of public speaking, which I find is people's greatest fear most of the time. Uh, Is that why you sound the way you do? Are you just really scared? I might be. (laughs) What are you scared of? (laughs) (laughs) I'm only afraid of uh, a time when this town won't be perfectly peaceful. Has that happened? Has that happened? There's my voice. There have always (laughs) been times when when places haven't been peaceful. War is an inevitability, isn't it? Throughout history. Even at a resort like this? What's going on, Mouth? Sorry, he's high and paranoid. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I can see that. Do you have any that you can spare? Actually, I was going to stop by on my dealer on the way to the Pleasure Drum. If you want to come. Not you, not you. I don't want you to come. Okay, okay. And uh, what's your plans for today? Uh, He was going to invite you to the Pleasure Drum, but I assume you're busy. Well, no, I have to do many administrative tasks I, uh, for high administrator cinnamon. Uh, filing things, uh, signing the checks for the bear guards, you know, these sorts of things. We've been deputized. Do we get checks? Uh, well, 
you will be compensated with room and board and food and everything. Uh, that's well, that's our intention. I assume the bear guards also get room and board. Ah, uh, yes, the bear guards get cave and board. Yes. Okay. What what else are they comp? Are they com- how are they compensated in, in Luminera bucks or real real gold? Well, they don't really need anything but the food and the housing they have. Otherwise, uh, everything here is pretty much given away. Uh, okay. Um, can you tell us more about um, the cure to the goblin rashes? Oh, as last I heard, they were making great progress in Wonderful. the in the clinic using the bark to to create the ruby goblin flu cure. They've already begun inoculating people, and they have enough, and they've been able to synthesize fake bark. Or how are they getting this? As far as I know, they were able to uh, pu- pulverize the bark and make enough uh, cure to to provide to at least a hundred people so far, if not more. I think there's more more than enough bark for them. So. Uh... Then that's that sounds like great news, don't you think, guys? Uh, you got many questions. Um, <laughs> what the, we, you know, uh, yeah, I, Mr. Mouth, Mr. Mouth, I, I like spending time with you. Uh, I like spending time <laughs> with you too. We're be, be best, be good, fast friends. We have similar <laughs> cadences. <laughs> it's an enjoyable thing to listen to the harmony of us. I am mortified at this conversation. <laughs> uh, miss, Mr. Mouth, friend. Um, so we we are here on vacation and we're droming pleasures and we we go to um, casino place to to make uh, money bucks and I uh, still you know we we have talkie rocks and parade and cinnamon lady and these are these, oh, where where. Why are we here? Uh, I know we like we we get barks for uh f- for the the cure, which we I, I still got questions about cure and who makes it and what for, and we wanted to get shots for things, and we never really got the shots for the the diseases, and my friend is still he might be contagious, and and I just, oh yeah, <laughs> what from the old chlamydia? I I probably have multiple things at this point. It could be gonorrhea or chlamydia. <laughs> Neither the Misky float nor the Ted float were exactly sanitary. I would like to believe that we that you were brought here to protect us. We we often award uh, these sorts of month long trips to to great travelers and adventurers, and it just so happened that you were an ideal team to come together and protect us in our time of need. From what? From the Ruby Goblin flu, of course. Shouldn't you get a doctor for that? Well, we have our clinic. Damn it, Ted. I'm a wanderer, not a doctor. (laughs) 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 Boo, boo, boo. You Uh, all hear your uh, talkie rocks go off. Questions. And uh, do not disturb. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) You don't hear it, but you hear everyone else's go off. And uh, on the other end, it's it's High Administrator Cinnamon. Oh, uh, Banishers? Banishers. Something. There's something going on at the Museum of Peace. Could I'd you could you please go over there and check it out for us? We the bear guards haven't been able to to do anything, and I I don't know what's going on. Could you could you go by? I say absolutely. I'll meet you there. Well, I I'm gonna stay in the palace. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll pick you up in the palace, and then we'll swing by. Yeah, I I think for security reasons, I'm gonna stay in the palace. But do you if, want me to if you could go you over the to palette? the thing, 
Just, just you just want to go check out the are Museum you, of Peace. Are you safe at the palace? Yes. Oh, I'm very safe. Okay, yeah. I'll, che- I'll check I, on them later. Then I'll I take care. I'll take care of this. Yeah, thing, yeah. No, you can then... come. You can come by afterwards to say hello. But let's let's uh, just head over to that commotion if if that's okay, guys. Uh, I wink, uh, I wink at the crew. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Administrator Simmons. It's uh, Flint. Uh, Flint. Yes. Yes. Uh, what, what what what's the problem? What do what, you, what what's... question do you have? Well. What sort of uh, recon can you give us on this sitch? Uh, well, there's there's been some uh, some protesters at the Museum of Peace lately, and uh, it seems that a couple of them are, are starting to rile people up, and I, I would hate for there to be a riot. It's just so fortunate that we have you as, as the banishers here are, to, to deal with that. Are you going to have us arrest them for disturbing the Peace Museum? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I would hope that we wouldn't have to arrest anybody, but if it came down to it, yes, I guess technically they would be disturbing the Peace Museum. Okay, while the during that conversation, I was really just trying to listen to the background noise to see if it sounded like she was at the castle, if I heard anything else. Uh, advantage, because of my thing. That doesn't help. Uh, six plus... Thirteen. Okay, you you definitely hear an echo in her voice that would lead you to believe she is in a palatial place, a big echoey place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wave Echo Cave. Ooh. <laughs> or copyrighted <laughs> pool. <laughs> or or she's in an empty swimming pool. <laughs> just just thrashing. Yeah, I hear some. Do I hear wheels in the background? Yeah, you hear you hear a lot of jumping and and sliding. Uh, yeah. Uh, die. So so do you guys uh, can you can you guys help us out? Do you would you go over to the Museum of Peace and, and break this break this situation up? Yeah, should uh this uh Orpheus come with us? No, I, I I don't I don't really want Orpheus to get wrapped up in anything that could be dangerous, so I'm just gonna have him stay stay right where he is. Uh, uh Misky started walking like five minutes ago. Great in, in okay. the right or wrong direction. <laughs> Um, but I, he doesn't know. <laughs> oh yeah, I go collect but, Misky and say, "Babe, I'll handle it." <laughs> okay. Uh, I uh, don't do anything. Okay. I... Uh, Dorian's gonna say, "I got it. Let's go. Let's do this. I want to crack some skulls." Dorian's marching off. Bumble so, Sniff is kind of reluctantly trailing. Him. So I, I turn to Bumble Sniff and I say, "Do we really want?" Uh... To let this uh, Dorian guy continue to take lead point on situations where so far it's just peaceful protesters. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not really uh not really worried about it. I figure if anything gets crazy, I'll just zap him with eggplanty. All right. Why don't I'll leave you to that? Why don't you and Bumble Sniff do the uh, let's split up gang? And then you can be Fred and Vilma, or I don't know how the combination would work. <laughs> I assume Misky Scooby Doo. I would be Shaggy. Because you're stoned. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Misky! <laughs> I smoked some bad weed, Misky! <laughs> Dorian would be the redhead. Uh, can I be the van? Yes. <laughs> you're the mystery machine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, if, if you're if you're trying to sniff down some other no, I don't. Story, I don't want to leave Dorian to just go crack skulls. And starch it where we've already killed a child and tried to burn down a forest. We, we're not saying the best <laughs> record, despite and our banners. I gestured to my 
badge. It's like, dude, I think we're doing okay. <laughs> they love us. Yeah, that's what the SS said. The who? secret sorcerers who helped out the wizard Alfonsoracor in the <laughs> land of Europe. Okay, I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to come clean. I dropped out of uh, secondary school, so I don't know. You never about. got Luminera history? I didn't get any history. But was, you went to tertiary school, which was weird because you didn't. You skipped secondary altogether. Yeah, I did. I went to primary, you know, learned how to stack blocks. And then I just decided secondary school wasn't for me. Figured I'd just go be a, a ragamuffin skating in uh, empty swimming pools. And then, you know, I, I really had a calling for. You're just saying that because Cinnamon was doing that. She doesn't love you. I had a calling for art history and administrative things. So I majored and minored in both. And is she still listening? <laughs> I, I, I get the feeling that you're saying this with your talkie rock like on, <laughs> just in hopes that it's like, I'm just planting seeds. <laughs> I'm really passionate about all spices, you know, sugar, cinnamon, nutmeg. <laughs> Damn straight. So I'm down to go solve whatever problem Lady Magistrate needs. Okay, well, right. uh, Dorian's about a half mile away at this point, so let's follow. All right, you catch up. Uh, all of you are going to arrive at the Museum of Peace, and what you see there outside is uh, uh, a huge group of people who are all uh, chanting and holding signs just decrying this museum for not depicting uh, the realities of of this world, that it's uh, whitewashing how peaceful everything is in Luminera and whitewashing how peaceful everything has been in this entire land. Uh, it seems to you see one sign that that points out that that it uh, unfairly uh, judges uh, Sue's as opposed to Karen's you see uh, another person holding a sign that says uh, the abyss isn't perfect and uh, you just see a bunch of people there and then kind of right in the front there is uh, a group of kind of uh, rougher looking guys who definitely are against these protesters uh, they're they're starting shit with some of the people who are protesting, and you can see that a, a, a fist fight is breaking out, and it's pretty serious. Is there anyone on either side that is clearly a leader of the groups? the The fight is is effectively between what you can ascertain as the leaders. Okay. Um, there's like a, a group of ten tough guys who all seem to be really just chiding and trying to to mock the protesters and then you see a group of uh, five or six protesters who are who are right in front um really getting in the faces of, the, of those guys this is like a, a a real close talking close yelling situation and you can tell it's it's right there they're going to they're right about to wallop each can other can any of us take uh actions at this point yeah you can um so I don't think we have much time, guys, but I'd like to cast uh, a fog cloud to kind of make it difficult for them to see anything. And Misky, I, I don't think the fog cloud will affect your vision, so you'll have to be our eyes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ironically, you're the eyes. <laughs> uh, and uh, Ted, I'd like you to be the voice of reason. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that fits you nicely. Uh, where's Dorian? He's already down there. Yeah, Dor- <laughs> Dorian has uh, Dorian has inserted himself into the situation, and he's just kind of pushing people aside and saying, "Hey, hey, everybody, 
There's plenty hero to go around. You don't need to fight over me. Okay, so I I stopped casting uh, Hunter's Mark, uh, and I cast uh, Fog Cloud by saying the magical incantation and waving my hands appropriately, and uh, twenty a twenty foot radius sphere of fog uh, erupts kind of from where Dorian is outwards through the group of ne'er-do-wells and sometimes do-wells and kind of just (laughs) makes everything an opaque mass of grayosity. Great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so this this cloud of gray just sort of uh, rises from the ground and covers everything. Uh, And everybody stops arguing for a moment because this is very confusing. No one can see each other. They can't really tell what's going on. Uh, and then you notice that uh, one of the someone in the center of this of this altercation shoves somebody else, and because no one can see who shoved each other, this creates this incredible chain reaction where now everybody is shoving each other. Uh, people on the outside of the ring of protesters begin to run away. They are running back into the city, away from the museum. But there is now a a group of twenty something people who are just like thrashing at each other like this is a punk concert in the nineties. <laughs> Uh, does Bumblesniff have a spell that can magnify my voice? Uh, you would have to believe she has a spell that would not only magnify your voice, but you would immediately cause everyone's eardrums to burst. Yes, that's what kind of. I, I feel like for. every one of her spells is like Way weirdly destructive. Yeah, <laughs> I cast lightning strike. Oh, what's that do? It sets the entire train on fire. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Ooh, I have that spell. Yeah, I think I can only use it on myself, though. I'm lo- I'm looking to see if she has that spell. I'm looking for something uh, that would do that. Well, if- Misky has uh, a pile of spells. Uh, pi- yeah, pile of spells. Nothing specifically to make you louder. Okay. Well, uh, if you can make you louder, Flint, perhaps you say the things that I whispered to your ear. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too, Ted. <laughs> I thought that was between us. <laughs> you know what? You got this. Uh, so I think uh, in my experience, what typically happens is we send in the brute squad. <laughs> I am the brute squad. <laughs> uh, I think Misky's just going to start walking right into the thick of it. Okay. Uh, and and it's, it seems to be very... Foggy, rough terrain. Yeah. Uh, though what you can see is you see kind of this uh, just shaking red and orange sort of energy. You can tell that there's a lot of agitated people in here. And they're kind of mishmashing together because they're moving so much. Uh, but you can definitely kind of see. And you can also see that you recognize Dorian there because of his, his green aura in the middle. And Dorian is kind of in the center of it. Uh He's clearly like pushing people away, but he's not attacking or anything right now. Um, Misky's going to walk into it uh, unafraid and try to make a uh, try to convince everybody just to calm down. Great, maybe do a charisma. Yeah, yeah, uh, let's do that. And just a you know, ar- arms out. Uh, excuse me, friends. Um, y- I. I I know that some of you are unhappy about other people being unhappy, uh, and I 
I just, I just, can we all, can we all just, just be friends with each other? Um, please, be- before, before we have to uh, make, make it more scary than we already made it. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> let's roll. Yeah. Roll. Let's see what we got. Uh, it's going to be a 16. Okay. Yeah, no, that's, that, that'll work. Uh, so y- you, your, your speech, your, your just very standard attempt to break this situation up with words, uh, resonates with all of the protesters very much, uh, leaving only the kind of agitators initially who, who still <clears throat> clearly to, to your vision of their aura, they're still very agitated. Um, and, uh, they're going to, uh, well, the leader of them, hey, uh, fine, yeah, peaceniks, great, whatever. Uh, uh, look, if you really if you really cared, you'd share some of that coffee. We we fought hard. We deserve recognition. Uh, you you want you want coffee? Yeah, I just want I just want some coffee. Can I have some coffee? Uh, if I if I give you coffee, you will you be nice? Yeah, I mean, I'm really, t- I'm really tired. That's why I'm so upset. Uh, Jess, G- here, have have coffee. Okay, great. Uh, the the leader of the the leader of the agitators takes takes your coffee mug and mug and takes a sip, and he really, and there's just this relaxation that comes over his face, and he says, "Man, I, I was, I was in a bad place, but." Uh, I feel better now. You you should you should uh, sell this stuff. This is good. This is good coffee. Uh, Where does this come from? Thank you. I I don't actually know. I I never never drink it. It's just it's, I just like it keeps me warm. Um, but I might try now. Um, who who are you, f- uh, thirsty friend? Uh, uh Hank. Hank oh. Hunk. Hello, Mister Hunky Hank. Yeah, hey, hey, you're you're Misky. You're the guy that there was a float. I saw that. Uh, I saw that earlier before before we came over here to deal with these peacenik layabouts. Uh, yes, you know, I had a big head on on roly people. It uh, it was a good day. Uh, so, um, you you seem like you have head on shoulder. Um, who, what, what, what are we unhappy about with these uh these we you call them peaceniks? Yeah, I'm just I'm just tired of people who don't they they don't want to recognize uh, that you got to break some eggs to make an omelet. You know, uh, this place isn't like it is because everybody just rolled over and said, "Oh, I'm happy scratching my belly." There took some killing, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, y- well, yes, yes, things wrong with that. <laughs> I think I think we all agree that things wrong with killing, but. Uh, you know, maybe not there, there nor here, but uh, uh, you know, this that's not fair for me to judge on your your whereabouts and where you comes from. I I was hoping to get a tour of Peace Museum. Uh, is that something that you could maybe give us to our friends? Well, when it when it opens again, it's closed right now. Uh, they they haven't opened it since the protests started. Uh, Dorian steps in and says, "Yeah, th- I mean this guy's this guy's got a point, doesn't he? Like sometimes uh, we we have to smash uh, the bad guys, and there's glory to that, isn't there? I mean that's that's the point. That's what adventuring is sometimes is killing the wicked." And I say, uh, I say to Dorian, "Are you sure, Dorian? You were able to break up that fight just with your charm and and amazingness." 
No, did you did you notice that? That was how could I not? I thought I thought I you know I, I thought hey it got really foggy in here and then suddenly everything was fine and I must it, it just must, must have been, been my charm. It had to be you. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked the uh, the coffee drinker uh, Hank Hunk. Hank Hunk. So who who needs killing? Oh, well, I, uh, nobody knew, needs killing now, but it's we we can't have these folks sitting here trying to deny that killing has to happen to make the world that we live in. And uh, I uh, decide to take a different tack from questioning him to agreeing with him, uh, just full on. Like, yeah, those guys are just out of line. They're basically treating him the same way I treat Dorian. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and and I uh, you know I can't believe they're here and. You know, we all just love the abyss, right? Oh yeah, I mean, look at everything the abyss has done for us. It's amazing. Yeah, speak more on that. Even yeah, what's, <laughs> what are the top three things the abyss has done for us? Uh, well, it, in it, order, it, let's let's <laughs> play a game. Top three, top three things. You go first. You want me to organize the greatness of the abyss for you? Just in just three like three bullet points. Like just, if you were to pick the three best banishers, you got them right here. Yeah, exactly. Well, clearly. I mean, yeah, you guys clearly have the most level heads out of any of these people, so I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, so just yeah, no. The uh, uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, the the abyss provides us with uh, free power and uh, magical energies that we need to to keep the city lit. And heated in the winter, and every, I mean it, it. It keeps this place as beautiful as it is. It, it constantly maintains this place. That's the crystalline buildings don't decay because the abyss is there. That's number two. And then, and then the cure, obviously. I mean, yeah, uh, that was all abyss and had nothing using, to do with the banishers. Using, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the abyss clearly brought us. I'm here. not talking about the cure for the ruby goblin flu that you guys did. That's a new cure, and uh, we needed. The, I'm sure they needed whatever they got you to get. Yeah, it was mostly the Abyss who did it. Take away from that. But the Abyss is part of the magical energy that allows them to cure any sorts of ailments. See, my top three are its name, its mysteriousness, and how everyone will tell us everything about it. That's my third favorite thing. My my favorite it's it's is its location and uh, where 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 is it? Remind. Well, it, it's it's behind the astrolabe. That's why the astrolabe is there to channel the abyss. These are these are kind of like uh, elementary school level questions. I skipped. Although you skipped, sca- yeah, yeah, you skipped secondary. He did I, primary. I yeah, yeah, he didn't make yeah, it. Yeah, to that. yeah. Uh, but yeah, hey, you know, uh, in any case, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the fellas here. We're gonna go back to the Denevog. We're gonna go raise hell in a different way. So we'll see you later. Yeah, uh, buy a round on us with your money. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll do. We'll do. I raise my fist and say, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Boo, boo, boo. Your talkie rocks light up again. And this time, uh, banishers, we have another emergency. It seems that there's a bit of a pickle at the uh, Savage Garden. (laughs) That's the garden near the palace. If you could get over there, there appears to be a child whose cat is stuck in a tree. Uh, uh, I, I grab my talkie rock and I go, hi, Administrator Cinnamon. Yes. No, this is Orpheus, <laughs> not Administrator Cinnamon. Oh. I don't think she's listening to the channel right now. Yeah, but, she probably doesn't listen I can to relay us. anything that you would like. Hey, uh, you know, I think we want to make you an honorary banisher. Me, Orpheus, the yeah, mouth? Clearly, right, a guys? A banisher? Yeah, we all need a... Could I really be yeah. that? Falcon? 
know. Like a dispatcher? Like a dispatcher. Yeah. yeah. Like you're the guy behind the computer. Like I dispatch evil with my greatness? Yeah, with, yeah. With your administrative skills. Yeah, because evil hates organization <laughs> and talented speakers. Evil also hates filing, I hear. Yeah. It, yes, it's true. It that is true. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll talk in more detail when we see you next. When will that be? Oh, well, you know, I'll probably see you soon, but uh, you really should deal with this this child's cat if you could. That that seems fair. We go we go do cat and then uh and then Mr. Mr. Mouth, we we make good friend drink? Yes, then we could have a drink after that. That sounds lovely. Great. I'm going to go step by Cinnamon Lady's house just to see how she's doing. <laughs> Uh, want to let her know how well things went over at the uh, at the museum. You get to the gates of the uh, high administrator palace, and there are uh, bear guards there, and they say your badge your badge doesn't work here, bud. You got to keep moving. You got to be invited in, and you're not invited in. I definitely squabble for a very long time. Oh go. yeah, yeah. Badge? I don't need no stinking badge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I think we should meander over to the. Uh, angry plants, the Savage Garden. All right, you get you get over to that Savage no, Garden. No, I'm meandering. It's okay. not that quick. You we meander. need three sentences between. Okay, will <laughs> you slowly uh, wander the streets of Luminera away from the Museum of Peace and down through the downtown area? You pass the houses and the Den of Og, and then you make a right. And you walk. It's kind of just a run-on sentence. You walk a bit. (laughs) (laughs) You walk a bit until you come to the uh, very nice iron gates of the Savage Garden. And there is only one sign on the outside of the. the, uh, (laughs) There's only one sign on the outside of the gates, and that sign says, "Don't touch the plants." Management. Don't touch the plants. Management. (laughs) Don't touch. The plants. They just have. They all have bubbles. They're really big on personal space. (laughs) Misky. Yes. Don't touch. Sincerely, the plants management. Don't don't touch anything. But what about Catman? I don't think you should even touch the Catman. Okay. Uh, Well, let's. I guess we go find people that need the helps first. Yeah. Is the. Can we just call the voice? Orpheus? Orpheus. Yes. What? <laughs> what is it? You you rang? Do, do, do. How do you like that, Orpheus? Do, do, do. Yeah, how's that Yes. Feel? This is Orpheus. What? What do you need? Uh, where are we going inside the Savage Garden? Oh, I believe the, uh, the, 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 the animal trapped in question is in the center of the garden. Just, just proceed on. You'll see it. There's one large tree in the middle with... With hundreds of branches, and I presume that the cat is stuck up there. Okay, so I was told, uh, Mr. Mouth, that we're not supposed to be touching the plant, so could you send over, like, a baker's dozen of your finest polar bears so that we can stack them up so that I might climb on top of them and then hopefully not have to climb this tree? I'll, I'll see what I can do. Uh, they, they may or may not respond quickly. We've had some issues with dispatching of, of bear guards today. Now, you are the finest dispatcher and all of Luminaire. Oh, thank way. you. Yes, yeah. I will. I will dispatch them with my deepest passion. Uh, did you? Did, <laughs> truly. Did I hear that you, your solution is bear ladder. I really just want to waste these bears' time. Okay, bear ladder. 
Okay. Uh, let's go to let's go to do this cat thing. Yeah. Show show road. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you guys walk into the center of the garden, uh, and you see that there there's an older gentleman who's tending to the garden. Uh, he kind of scowls at you. I think uh, mainly you can tell from this look that he's just doesn't want you to touch the plants. He's looking at you like a person who says, "Do not touch the plants." Uh, excuse me, man. Are you are you Mister Plant Management? I am. Um, I'm old Steve. Uh, Hello, attend the gardens Steve. here. Do you know the Karens? I've known a Karen in my day. Yeah, it's been a long time. You call yourself old Steve? <laughs> well, how do I differentiate between younger Steves if I don't just call myself old Steve? So Steve's run plant management. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you you are plant management, yes? Yeah, I mean I'm a I'm a gardener. Uh, I'm gonna, I don't have I'm a cool poke title. And giggle. <laughs> that's, that's the plant management. You touched me. It's okay. I uh, yeah, I get that a lot. Probably need to explore using punctuation on the sign. <laughs> we'll deal with that sometime. Okay, uh, we've got a furtive feline. I've been. Told. Oh yeah, yeah. You just want to. You just look. Look to your left there. Well, uh, you, you don't seem to be able to look, but the other other two. Hey. Look, look over this way. Uh, you see, there's that big tree. The the tree with the hundred limbs. Yeah, there's I there's a little girl at the bottom there. Uh, she says there's a cat up there. I I looked. I couldn't find the cat. I I don't get paid enough for this. Do you have a rake that I could borrow? Yeah, yeah, sure. Here you go. Hey. Here, take this rake. It's a it's a plus three rake, by the way. I've been uh, I've been raking a long time. Uh, long old time. Steve. Uh, new question. Yeah. Uh, long time fan. First time speaker. Hey, great. Uh, <laughs> Why can't we touch the plants? Uh, well, I just, uh, you know, you're in a museum of plants in a way, and shouldn't touch paintings, shouldn't touch plants. So they're equally dangerous to paintings or art. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're plants. Uh, there are some some magical plants in here that, that can come to life, but uh, I don't know that I'd call them dangerous necessarily. Aren't Charming, maybe. <laughs> Got him. I'm going to make my way to this cat. Great. You're going uh, to the cat. Do you have any more questions yeah. for old Steve? What, tell me <laughs> more. Steve. You're like the head gardener here. Uh, what's uh, what's the deal with this multi-limbed tree? Is there anything special about it? Oh, this tree was planted uh, by High Administrator Cinnamon's father. Uh, that was the original uh, High Administrator. High Administrator? Uh, no, Meg, yeah. Cayenne. Cayenne is <laughs> Cayenne, his right. name. Uh, yeah, if you had... Uh, well, if you read any of the materials in your in your room you would have known that but that's that's all right i'm sorry steve uh, we immediately had a parade in our honor we didn't have time for that yeah i i heard that nobody's thrown me a parade i've been doing this shit for years <laughs> yeah. uh yeah but yeah that that tree's been there for a long time so uh h.a cinnamon's uh, uh dad planted that when they founded lubinera here it was you know right after they got the astrolabe built and they they set the garden up and the palace, and then people just started moving here like crazy. And that, and that tree just doesn't stop growing. It's it's pretty wild. I've never seen a tree with so many limbs, and yet never has to never has to cast any off. So it's uh, oak or cedar. Oh, it's a uh, yeah, it's an oak cedar. <laughs> I don't think you know plants. <laughs> I I mean I know them personally. I just don't know like specific data about so them. you weren't trained 
professionally, but you have a passion. No, yeah, I'm, I've met every plant in the garden, and I deal with all of them personally, directly. But, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you, like, whether one's a fern or something. That's all. I'm kind of uh, species blind when it comes to plants, if you Which... get my meaning. <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, I uh, walk away from him. I, okay. I tire of this conversation. Uh, I'd like to investigate the big tree. Okay, great. Investigate that big tree. It's going to be a 16. Okay. Uh, yeah, so when you when you approach the big tree, you see one that there there is a little girl there, and she is literally just like, oh, my God, you guys, hey, are you, you're the banishers? Oh, yeah. can you save my kitty? Can you save my, save my kitty? Save my kitty. Dorian will do it. Save my kitty. Dorian yeah, will yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, okay, I got please, this, please little girl. Please don't chop tree. Please, Little please girl, I got this look. Hey, no, just, uh, just, dude, uh, just, climb, just climb up the tree. There's no tree that could ever stop Dorian Merceau, I'll tell you that much. I, I recommend two things. You can either climb up the tree, or I, I got this plus three rake. If you just throw it at the cat, it should scoop it right up. <laughs> please, um, please don't be, throw it, cat. Before all this happens, uh, uh, Bumblesniff is going to cast Levitate, and she's just going to float the cat out of the tree and down in the little girl's arms. Damn it, that was uh, With no... No thought about it. Uh, she's just standing back. Here you go. Here's your here's your cat back. It's oh, really, thank you. This was wonderful. Thank you so much. You guys are the very best. It's really hoping to see the fallout of Dorian touching the tree, but whatever. Yeah, Dorian, Dorian doesn't bother to touch the tree, although uh, in your investigation, uh, Miski, you do notice that this tree, uh, in your vision, everybody else's vision, this just looks like a tree with a lot of branches, but in Miski's vision, uh, the the limbs of this tree are kind of like waving. It's like it's alive. Uh, I mean, it is alive, obviously, <laughs> but it's like it's like it's in motion, uh, kind of like animated. Yeah, animated, like te- like uh, like many arms of of an octopus or a jellyfish. This tree is sort of just kind of kind of waving around uh, as uh, as Bumblestiff casts levitate to get the cat out. I'm going to mm-hmm. cast levitate on myself to get me in the tree. Okay, great. Yeah, and uh, okay, sorry. Uh, and just just to get a, a closer, uh, ridiculously close investigation, just like eyeballs right up to the tree branches. <laughs> okay, and just just inspect it. Yeah. So when you look at this tree, you can see that uh, you you can actually see sort of veins running through the limbs of the tree, um, and these veins are pulsing with a purple light that is significant to you primarily because you saw this purple just earlier uh, on Dorian's pin when it flickered in his aura briefly, and that you also saw that same purple earlier when the uh, boy turned from a goblin into a creature. You kind of saw that glow in his eyes and in his aura when that transformation happened. Uh, So you see this tree as... uh, uh, you basically can tell that this tree is pulsating with a power that trees normally do not. Plants normally do not carry this much energy in them. You can't tell what kind of energy it is. Uh, it it doesn't feel specifically one thing or another that you're familiar with. Uh, but there is something in there that's wild. And you can kind of feel as you're sitting in the tree this pull and this thrall. Like you, like you understand uh, in this very core visceral way why the cat wanted to be in the tree. Like that the cat was drawn to this spot because there's a part of you that wants to try to crawl into the tree, but you also recognize that that's happening, so you're able to pull yourself away. Uh, fr- friends down with cat cat people, I just 
I, I what you do? It's, it's gonna sound weird, but this tree is like alive. It's similar to how Dorian was alive once, and uh, also the child was also alive once Missy, at the at the pool. I haven't been to secondary school, but let me tell you this: <laughs> all those things are already alive, <laughs> except for that kid. Oh well, no, he, not, was. Not like, he was. He was alive. Not now. We, like was. We took care of that. Just I. I I just I don't know I this is what I just this is what the, you know I you, so never mind I we uh we'll we we figure out figure out purple mystery later. He said this was his first language. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on that, I go into NPC boat. Okay, yeah. So uh, great. I you're, cast you're silence on Ted. <laughs> 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 Excellent. Uh yeah, so this this little girl then uh holding just clutching her her kitten, just squeezing it in a way that you're kind of like that's too much love. It's almost a dangerous <laughs> amount of love, but but okay. She says, "Oh, uh, thank you so much. We just we just moved here and my my mommy got a job at the Astrolabe. Uh she's she's a planar engineer." Um, and, and so she does power, power sources stuff. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know a lot about it, but what, what I do know is, is, uh, this, this kitty, uh, Mr. Scruffles is, is my only friend here so far. So uh, thank you. Thank you so much for, for helping. And, and she starts, she's, she starts to cry tears of joy. This little girl is just so happy that you have helped her out. Uh, uh, oh, that's, that's very nice little girl. Uh, and Miski starts to pet the cat and the girl at the same time in the same way. Great, great. <laughs> Just like <laughs> top of the head. She, uh, the the little girl goes from kind of like embracing this this pat on the head from from a hero to kind of uncomfortably like trying to duck under it, but she can't quite duck under you because you just got you've got that much more position and reach on her. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then boo boo boo. Talkie Rock lights up again, and it's it's on. Adventurers, banishers, there's an emergency. There's something wrong outside the gates. We need you. We need your help urgently. Uh, a, a, a local drunk has imbibed a bunch of Eric the Cleric's genuine demon ichor, and something is gravely wrong with him. Uh, what? Wh- where? Uh, outside the outside the gates of the city. Uh, if I was a clock, which which number would gates be at? From from the garden? You're in the garden, yes? G- yes. Uh, uh, five o'clock. Uh, it sounds like this might be the worst vacation I've ever been on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need this, a vacation this kinda... from this vacation. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta say this. This sucks, guys. I feel like uh, for heroes like like us, well, heroes like me, uh, these this should have been a better, should have been a much better situation. We're doing a lot of work here, aren't we? Yeah, we are, Dodo. <laughs> Don't. Uh, well, yeah, okay, you can call me that, but <laughs> only for a little while. Captain Dodo, his <laughs> glorious Dodosome. Uh Bumblesniff uh, just turns and rushes out of the gates of the garden toward the courtyard and toward the gate of the uh, of the city. And Dorian is uh, sort of strutting behind her, 
uh, clearly he wants to get there because he's into he's into the fact that this kind of sounds like he might get to beat something up. So he's psyched, uh, and he and he's ready to go. It's like, oh, cool, uh, yeah, a drunk, cool. Let's let's take care of it. Uh, I walk slowly with uh, Misky, um, saying, "Hey, buddy, I'll uh, help guide you." And we kind of I kind of slow us down so we're back from the pack. Uh, no, I guess yeah, no, it's. I've been told it's somewhere. It's five o'clock. So uh, <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> so I guess that's where we go. Yeah, uh, Ted Tedson says, "Oh, it's five o'clock. I'm going to the bar." And uh, Tedson immediately runs off to the Den of Og to have a drink uh, while the while the remaining four of you go down to to check out this castle gates. Uh, I, so so Flint and um, Misky are a little bit behind everyone else, so they can't really hear what we're saying. And I say to Misky. Do you feel like the requests we're, we're being sent on are something the bears could handle and not quite up to our level? Uh, do you be honest? I don't know what our level is. Uh, mine is <laughs> <laughs> uh, but eleven. But but yes, 10? yes. I I mean, I I do understand that we're there's a lot of a lot of resources to get us here, and this doesn't seem uh what's the word uh relevant but um but you know i I guess I don't know what else to go and do, so uh let's go to the five o'clock and then maybe we get the ooh, and then maybe we get the poison in the mouth <laughs> yes, okay, that's what we'll do. We'll poison the orifice after we go to the five o'clock but poison poison wrong word but uh yeah treat uh initiate into the <laughs> banishers you're going to treat him to a uh a, an experiment of a sort yeah experiment. this is this is kind of a uh it's a trial it's a product trial <laughs> it's a blind taste test <laughs> Uh, okay, that that sounds like a good plan, but uh, let me know if you see anything strange in the meantime. <laughs> okay, I'll let you know what I see. Uh. <laughs> okay, so uh, so the the four of you who who aren't uh, at the bar drinking uh, just advance toward the gate. Uh, when you when the two of you arrive, uh, Dorian and Bumblesniff are already there, uh, standing before this very clearly like bedraggled elderly man with a long scraggly beard he's he's bald except he has kind of like the the long uh like mr burns gone crazy hair um where it's just it's really long and his fingernails are very long he's just the guy's a mess he's he's sunburned and covered with marks and everything and uh and you see him uh, chugging on just uh, bottle after bottle of this Eric the Cleric's Genuine Demon Icker that you saw in the shop earlier. Um, and despite the fact that the shopkeeper had told you previously that there was nothing in that that has any magical any magical value at all, this old drunk uh, falls to his hands and knees and just begins popping and disjointing and then uh, mutates into something that you can best ascertain is kind of an old drunk demon uh he has does does it uh, look like the kid at the pool no it looks different uh not super different but 
different for sure. This time his uh, his hide is kind of a, a deep red color. It's clearly very thick and leathery, um, and three horns sprout from his head. Uh, his beard uh, seems to turn into a living flame dangling from his chin, and uh, a long tail sprouts from the back of his body. I cast Cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> Roll for Blank features performances by Greg Corbin, Zimmy Joe, Jason Ling, Shannon Page, Corey Palencia, Eric Palencia, Rex Roberts, and me, Nate Rigoli. I also wrote this RPG campaign. Theme music features public domain samples by Dan Lucas, Level Clearer, and Northern 87 via free sounds. If you like RPGs too, support their makers and get rolling.